What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we'll jump right into it today. First of all, Rob Manfred is expected to make a media appearance on Thursday. And a lot of people are expecting him to formally announce that spring training will be delayed. As I've been saying, no big deal. Nothing really to be concerned about. But that's something to look out for. A couple notes on some players. First is that Trevor Story, you know, he's a free agent. He's still on the open market, obviously, because there's a transaction freeze. But there is now a report coming out saying that he is not interested in a position change. So he is focused on remaining at shortstop, and he does not want to switch positions. I mean, he's only ever played shortstop over his six big league seasons. So it's not surprising he would prefer to remain there. But, you know, obviously, a lot of teams have needs maybe at second base, you know, maybe at third base, and could have thought that Trevor Story would fill a need there. But reports are saying that he does not want to move. So my take on this is as follows. I don't know if this is, this could be a couple things. It could be just exactly what we're hearing. You know, he just wants to stay shortstop. He wants to play that. That's what he's comfortable doing. And so on. There's also one thing I'm thinking that maybe this is a a bargaining tactic that is used to keep his price high because you make more money as a shortstop. We saw this with Manny Machado when he was entering free agency. Remember when Manny Machado moved from third base to shortstop with the Baltimore Orioles and he played shortstop for a while before he entered free agency? Well, the reason he did that is because you make more money as a shortstop. You, there, there's more value there. His bat, the bat that Machado has, profiles way better at shortstop. And, I mean, it plays anywhere, obviously, but the value, there's a premium on bats when you're up the middle rather than when you're at a corner position. So not saying that's the case with Story. It could just tr- traditionally be that, oh, you know, he wants to stay where he's comfortable. But that's what came to my mind also, thinking like, oh, you know, I've I've seen something like this before. Who are some teams that are interested in Story? Well, the Mariners are are interested in him, and they have a desire to keep J.P. Crawford's shortstop. So maybe the Mariners were thinking of you know eyeing Trevor Story to put him at another position, but you know that would have to change given this development. And if Story insists on remaining at short, then his list of potential new teams is going to shrink to some extent. There's still quite a few teams that need a shortstop. The Astros, Twins, Angels, Phillies, Yankees, Nationals, and Cubs. All these teams clearly need help at shortstop. And he could be a very good option for them. And then it's also possible that another team might make a position switch of their own to accommodate Trevor Story. For instance, the Red Sox were known to have some interest in Trevor Story's services. And Trevor Story is a much better defensive shortstop than, than Xander Bogarts. And since Bogarts can opt out of his contract after 2022, Boston might want to get an early jump on preparing for a post-Bogarts roster. So what if they just surprise everyone, sign Trevor Story as their shortstop, and move Bogey to second? That would be interesting. But you, even though Story wants to say it's short, you can't rule out the fact that the market is ultimately going to make that decision for him, right? He's not going to offer himself a contract. Teams are going to going to be the ones that offer it to him, and it's going to come, come down to competition.
and whether or not they can yeah whether or not they can get what they need so his market is already complicated by a bunch of factors i mean he has a draft pick compensation attached to him because he rejected the rockies qualifying offer so any team that signs him will give up a draft pick and then carlos correa is still on the market that's another factor that clouds this situation because correa is going to get the best deal and he's correa's going to wait out story he's going to wait out trevor story for sure and then you have possible changes to baseball's business model in the new cba obviously we don't know what's what's going on there and yeah there's just a lot of uncertainty at this time but based on some projections story is looking at something maybe around six years 126 so that's a cool 21 million a year and yeah that's that's a pretty healthy amount but we'll see we'll see what this new economic landscape looks like in baseball when this transaction freeze is lifted and that will ultimately determine you know that that'll set the table for negotiations but we saw marcus Semyon already land a pretty huge seven-year $175 million deal before the lockouts. Corey Seager, and we saw what he did. He just signed for $300 million. So, yeah, these guys will be taken care of. But obviously, uh, Story is a – I'm sorry. Seager signed for $325 million. Story is a, a uh, notch below those guys, but he'll still get a lot of money. Moving on, the Rangers are expected to explore a Matt Olsen deal after the lockout. So we know Oakland star first baseman Matt Olsen has been subject to rumors for several months. And that's only natural after the A's GM plainly acknowledged that the team has reached a point in its cycle where they're going to need to be open to moving established players. I mean, the writing's already been on the wall for some time. It really has because they have obviously arbitration coming up. They have arbitration coming where they have to pay these guys, and the A's don't pay players. That is just a fact. I mean, who who have they ever given all this money to? They've never given anybody like a multi-year deal with, you know, at market value. They've never done that. I can't even think of anyone. I mean, at least not in recent years. So the Yankees have been reported as an interesting suitor for Matt Olson. I mean, before the lockout, we also had news about the Rangers, and that's what I'm talking about today. So Texas is reported to be a team that will absolutely circle back with Oakland to see if there's a potential fit after this lockout. Because it would be a trade that they could definitely swing. I mean, they have a current big league first baseman, Nathaniel Lowe, and then a bunch of top prospects in the organization and a pair of mid-tier names from down the farm. It would be a big package, obviously, but it, it's something that could that could definitely be a a boost, that could provide a boost to the A's farm system and then also give the Rangers that immediate spark in their lineup because we know the Rangers are now trying to win, right? You don't go out and sign Seager and Semyon and then just stop there. They're trying to win now, so they're going to complete the job and then they'll go out and get someone like Olsen. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that potential potential trade potential potential trade in the works but you've heard it now and don't be surprised i'm i'm telling you guys once this transaction freeze lifts you will see fireworks fly there are a lot of players that are going to be signing in a short period of time right before the season 
because there's just not going to be that much time left. So we we will see that happen, and it's it's going to be it's probably going to be as busy as the the time right before the lockout when we had those sparks flying in December, or sorry November. So we'll see how that goes. But just want to give you guys those updates. That's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.